We're listening to These Amazing Places, show 280 for the week of June 30th, 2014. Welcome back, everybody. On this week's show, it's going to be Adam and me, and we're going to be discussing some Disney updates and information. Uh, in these shows, we're going to do these quite often. And uh, in these shows, we're actually going to be uh, just trying to catch you up on pertinent information that uh, will help you when you get ready to go on vacation in the parks. So enjoy, and we'll be back with you again next week. Alright everybody, so what we've got for you this week uh, with Adam and myself. Say hey Adam. Hey, how's it going? Well, I'm not doing so bad, and it's not so hot here, so anyway, I'll take that. Hopefully it's cooler for everybody else. I heard it was pretty hot still back in Florida, even though they got some cool times. Yeah, but, I think yeah. that they're, they had a pretty nice week there for a little while, and now it's been back into the 90s. Low 90s. Oh, I, got, though, so. I gotta say this, I gotta say this, this is huge for us. Um, Wits just opened a location uh, near Jacksonville, Florida. So did they really? Yes. So very exciting. Okay, so why don't you explain what that is, just so <laughs> so people that hear that will know what that's about. All right, Wits is a frozen custard uh, local establishment here in Ohio. Started in Granville and has this. Uh, they've exploded. I, I don't know how many they have. Twenty-five maybe in Ohio. Yeah, um, it's quite a few. Just opened one in in near Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I'm excited to see. It would be so cool if they expanded to Orlando in that area. But um, they're working on, I think it's North Carolina. They're working on one in North Carolina, too. So, anyway. Cool. Didn't even, I didn't know that. So, yeah. All right. Well, that gives you some local news. Huh? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, all right. So what we're doing this week is uh, uh, we're going to catch you up on Disney news and the things that are going on within the uh, Disney realm. So we're just going to kick things off here by talking first about uh, there is uh, a test going on. Uh, it's basically they're working on having uh, no check-in within the or a no a new check-in process or a no check-in process into your resorts at limited uh, Walt Disney World resort hotels. Those right now where the testing is going on is uh, let's see the Contemporary, Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. Port Orleans French Quarter, Disney's Pop Century Resort, and Animal Kingdom Lodge and Villas. So hopefully they keep doing this and it works out because that's where, well, the Villas is where uh, um, Cameron, you know, that other guy, and I will be <laughs> in September. So it would cool. be kind of nice, I think. I don't know. You know, you've stayed there, uh, well, right in that general area, not in Jumbo House, but uh, over in Kidani Village. It might be a nice thing to see the lo the uh, lobby and everything to the place. You know? Yeah. So if I do the yeah, no well, check-in, I just kind of skip by that. That's true. Well, you know, it's I kind of I pulled this up too, and I wanted to comment because my first questions were, wait a second, it pretty much is a no check-in thing now, but then I realized you got to stop and get your keys. Well, now you don't have to get your keys if you've got a magic band in the mail, and so. According to this test, you get a you receive a text message or an email, letting them know what their room number is, and then obviously you have to know that your room is ready. If it's not ready, that would be bad. <laughs> Showing up and being a little awkward. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm supposed to be here, and you know your door's not opening or whatever. <laughs> and 
So, so hopefully they kind of, you know, tweak this out. And obviously it's testing, but well, I guess I'd my, be interested to try it. So my thought is too is I'm going to have, uh, I, I'm going to arrive there much earlier than when I'm supposed to be, you know, able to get into our room, and so I need to drop a bag and have them just send it up to the room. So I'm technically still going to have to go up and see somebody. Right. Because uh, uh, obviously I don't think our room is supposed to be ready until 4 o'clock. Now the right. nice thing is, is a lot of times when you go and you do check-in, when I used to do it, a lot of times they would get you right into your room. Even if it was, right. whatever, 11 o'clock in the morning uh, is about the earliest I can think of that they let me into the room. And so hopefully that doesn't kind of eliminate that. I guess it, I guess you might eliminate yourself if you just chose to say, yeah, I'm going to just uh, just do the no check-in process and just wait until my I know my room is ready at 4 o'clock. So yes. I'm willing to yep. still go to the desk and see if I can get in early. That would be great. So right, I can get right. stuff filmed and, and drop bags and do all that stuff. Yeah. So. But I still think that, the, yeah, just because you have the early check-in, I still think it's worth... Don't bypass the main lobby, especially if you have a really a nice resort, Kadani Village or Animal Kingdom Lodge, and you haven't been there before. You know, hopefully people encur- are encouraged to go back there and you know wander, and enjoy. So. Okay, and it does say here. Okay, guests who are eligible to take part in this test must have already created their My Disney Experience account, making sure their profile profiles are complete. They must also must make sure they have completed the online check-in process and their balances must be paid in full. So, all Makes right. sense. Yeah. Yep. So if you're running DVC points, I always like to throw this out there. Your balance is Ooh. paid in full already. Yep. So yep. it's just pretty good. Anyway, so hopefully that all uh, works out really well. I would love to kind of be able to at least give a review on how, how it went, even though I'm still going to have to go to the front desk. Anyway, anyway, so... I'm, I'm rambling here. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all right. You want to move to the next one? Yeah, let's move to the next one. It's kind of exciting. I mean, well, really no, exciting. No, it's but... exciting, I think. Yeah. So go ahead here. You can announce all this one. All right. It's officially announced that the American Idol experience is closing. I believe it's January of 2015 when that will be happening. And according to this, sort of a declined interest overall and... Of course, our biggest eyes open up because of Star Wars and all that there is for the potential of Star Wars. So, um, yeah, I, I, in general, you know, it's American Idol. <laughs> it's not. It was. It had its had its heyday, and and I think yeah, the, the, the show and, itself yeah. is on its last breath here. Yeah, and I think that they actually they didn't really even open this thing until American Idol was already a pretty big deal. So, right. I think it had already peaked by the time they even opened this thing. So the fact that the show's still on, eh, you know, is somewhat of a surprise. That's probably the only thing that's kept this place around. Yep. And the next item is a rumor, but I don't know if this, why this rumor came out. Maybe it came out because of this, but I thought, I think the rumor came from the cast members being notified of something. But anyway, the, the, this rumor is that Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular is also closing. Of course, it's a rumor, but... Um, well, you know. and we can go back into... There was a, some design sketches, something that somebody had uh, come out with or talked about some... I don't know, this was several months ago, way back when it was still freezing cold outside. 
that showed Echo Lake being eliminated, and that's where Star Wars Land was going to go. So it would make sense at this point. There's so many rumors flying around this, but one of those would make sense. Okay, so if they're really going ahead with that, and Star Wars Land will go in that area, then you would remove uh, Echo Lake, uh, then Indiana Jones would have to go, and all the Star Wars stuff then would begin to set up in there. There's also uh, information out there that says that it is, is it Pizza Planet that is over right by the, um, oh, over by uh, Muppets and all that stuff in that general area? I think it's close to that. I, yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's like right on the side have... of, I think it's right on the other side of the Muppets store. So you have the Muppets attraction and you have the Muppets store and right on the other side of that is Pizza Planet. So they yeah. talked about that it was going to be moved up into the back of the park. And then they would extend Pixar Place, which means then it would fit in there because it's a, it's a themed for uh, Toy Story, which would be perfect. And then the other, we're just going to keep going through the rumor mill here, and if these things happen, then great. If they don't, then at least they incite discussion in the meantime. Uh, the other thing was that they, they would pick up, possibly, pick up uh, the Muppets and move them to the Imagination Pavilion in Epcot, so... Completely rumor, completely uh, who knows at this point, but uh, sounds interesting, and it does all kind of make sense if they are moving ahead with Star Wars Land there. So hopefully we'll hear something this summer that'll start to lock that down and give everybody a little bit uh, more solid information as to what's going to happen. So uh, I know that the uh, Universal Parks are getting ready to do an announcement on what their plans are going to be over the next three to four years. So... Uh, maybe Disney can follow suit and do the same thing. That would be good. Yeah, definitely. And you know that the fact that Universal is just you know Diagon Alley, gi ginormous. You know, come on. I mean, you got to have something to compete with. And I'm, I know Avatar Land is supposed to be something that's they're they're making a big deal about. But for goodness' sake, people. I mean, come on. Star Wars movies are coming out, and they're gonna. There's a potential for them to like slam like marvel is you know and marvel's so popular I, I mean that crowd if they got that crowd in the parks they could potentially bring so many more people into the parks well, it has that same kind of buzz so about it doesn't it yes so, so i mean i know it's going to take them forever to do it we always know it is and whatever let's it is what it is but let's hope they yeah. can roll some of it out and get it done um it's great the competition's on at this point and so like i always say the consumer is the uh uh, they get the treasures from all this, so let's hopefully the competition's really on between the two of them to keep the attention of people here in, well, in the United States anyway, domestic. I don't know, I shouldn't even say that. It seems like there's people that come from everywhere to just come to Florida to see those parks. So, um, yeah, hopefully the competition stays on and we see great things from both parks. So, anyway, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see here next, uh, just some general information about what's going on at the Polynesian. Of course, it still has the construction going on for DVC. And from what I understand right now, the DVC is just going to be the, the like cabanas or the huts out on the water. That's from what I understand. There won't be any other DVC, but just the, the uh, DVC cabanas out on the water. Have you heard anything different from that? No, I haven't paid attention to it at all, really. Okay. Um, it would make sense to me. Maybe that's phase one, but it, you know, I would think phase two would be. Uh, DVC is all about the, uh, you know, the tiers, the studio, 
the one bedroom, the two bedroom, and the grand villa, you know, the whole different tiers. So yeah. I would imagine they'll provide the same tiers in the Polynesian eventually. And it seems to me like those huts out on the water, those are the grand villas. I, yeah. I couldn't see. That's what I, I mean, thought, but. I don't know. Maybe they're building them, so they're breaking them up. But it wouldn't make any sense to me why that would be a, a hut, like a studio hut, you know, because a studio exactly. is so low points. Right, so, and that's anyway. such an expensive piece of real estate there that it would be amazing to me that you would put every all the dbcs out there so anyway it's gonna be interesting to see what what happens there i haven't really looked at any big updates as far as what's happening with dbc there what has just opened there though is club disney just opened at the polynesian and that's basically a club for kids so if you are staying there your kids can get involved in that from what i understand it's a pretty good time for the kids how many of them have a real good time just taking part in the activities that go on at Club Disney. Uh, what also is going on there, though, too, is the Nenea Volcano Pool is closed uh, July 2014 through early 2015. That's probably going to be the finishing construction date somewhere around there for everything that's going on uh, within the Polynesian. Uh, if you're staying there, book to stay there during that time, which is July's coming up here real soon. Guests receive a free one-day ticket to Blizzard Beach while the pool is closed. So, so you you would have that to do, but you still wouldn't have you know, your main pool at your uh, at your lodge. And if, you know, eventually that gets into the cold season, they close down Blizzard Beach anyway. So that's it's, true. It's only during the warmer months, really. And yeah, I, don't I can't know. tell Actually, you. Yeah. Have you ever really swam at any of the places? Have you ever really swam in the pool? It, in Disney World? Yeah, wherever you stayed. Yes, and the only reason I have is because I was with people who wanted to, or okay. otherwise I would have been in the parks the whole time. Right, but, um, exactly. Yeah, and I uh, swam in yeah, I swam in the one at Beach Club. So. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. And it was the same thing. To yep. Just kind of you know get your family and do all that. Otherwise, I would have just been in the parks. Although we joked about it the one time, but we were at All Star Music and I jumped, we jumped in the piano pool at, at night. And holy, it was like July. Forget it. That water, that water, that water was bath water. It was like that's where you were talking about. Yes, I was sweating in the water. <laughs> yeah, that's it fun. Was, okay. Yeah, because you didn't give a location where we joked about the. No, last time. I did it, but it, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't know if it's like that. You know, it's obviously so blazing hot that it's forget it. It's not even comfortable. But um, um, yeah, I don't know how. I guess it depends. If it's refreshing, you know, I'm definitely, and I'm relaxed and all the parks are closed, I'll probably go. But, you know, other than that, or if people are with me, of course, now I'm going to be taking kids and, not, you know, kids are going to want to spend all the time in the pool. So, yeah. Okay, let's see here. The next one is, uh, okay, the Wilderness Lodge main pool will be closing uh, September 11th through the 27th of uh, this year. So, once again, it's still coming into fall, so it'll be cooler. Well, actually, around September 11th, it's still warm there. So, anyway, uh, they don't give any deal there of what you can do. Uh, that's kind of a bummer. I've seen the, the main pool at Wilderness Lodge, and it's really cool. Cool looking. So, uh, that might hinder a lot of people. Just go to the parks, everybody, and then you'll be, you'll be out of the riffraff of the pools. So, anyway, uh, let's see here. Next, uh, Downtown Disney has food trucks coming to it. I feel like we've we've talked about all this stuff before with the food trucks coming to downtown Disney. 
Yes, we gave all the menus and everything. It was right around the construction time. This was... I feel like it was a while ago, but yeah. And now the cool Roy thing was, about this is it's actually local food trucks. So that it's kind of like these local food trucks are coming there to see if they can pass the test of, of uh, what Disney is looking for. And so they've actually, that's what this article I'm looking at here is that we scoped out the local food trucks before we built our vehicles and we even noticed that several trucks, even the most popular ones had extensive menus, which required people to wait uh, a long time for their food. Okay, so that does say, so that does look like, okay, they'll still be Disney trucks. I think that they were inviting others in too. Anyway, it does say here, the Disney trucks at the event are the Namaste Cafe, inspired by flavors of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Offering, we've, we've talked about this before, I know. Yep. Butter chicken, yep. tandoori shrimp, yeah. So if you, yeah. if you like to eat and you like to eat from food trucks, that's uh, that's going to be the place to be, which I wouldn't mind trying it. I really haven't talked to Actually, I did hear some reviews of some people that ate from them, and they said the food was good, that some of it was underspiced, and for the price, they felt like they probably would have gotten a better deal eating somewhere else. But who knows? I think it's a good thing. Maybe that's them still testing it out for price point and for taste and that's why they keep bringing them back i'd really like you guys to get something there if you can especially that one truck that's supposed to have the stuff from all over the parks like disneyland uh -huh. something from disneyland there and i know since cameron's there obviously he'll be able to be yeah uh, you the, know uh, see how dog, legit it, it is wasn't it the hot dog truck and it was supposed to be serving the main street uh yes. hot dogs corn dogs i should say from uh, main dogs. street yeah in, in uh, disneyland so we'll try to squeeze so anyway. that into that 10 or 15 minutes that we're uh, that we have to still to sleep during yeah. the entire week that we'll be there. So anyway, and food because you're gonna be eating so much food, you might yeah. as well just you know. Yeah, it's gonna be ugly. Anyway, you're gonna be, take one bite of one thing and throw it out. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it tastes great. Move on. Yeah. Uh, it'd be kind of like um, food and wine when you and I went there. Yeah. Exactly. All right, uh, let's see here. Next, we're moving on to something that happened last year there, and it was a villains party that they had at Hollywood Studios. Uh, when that one took place, it was just a regular event that they were just trying out in the parks. It was such a nightmare that uh, people were waiting two hours just to be bussed into the park. They couldn't even get in. So because of all that, uh, this year they've actually turned this into a hard ticket event, and it will be called the Villains Unleashed Party. Uh, it'll take place one night on August the 23rd, uh, 23rd at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's an after-hours event, which means you could buy the hard, buy the ticket for it as you would like Mickey's Not So Scary, and usually you can get into the parks at four o'clock with those. Uh, let's see here. It's going to have uh, Unleashed will be feature more than 50 Disney villains, including some from Star Wars. Plus a special show, dance party, hangout, merchandise, food, drinks, and fireworks finale called Villainy in the Skies. They did this uh, uh, last year at that event, and I can't imagine that this they could make the fireworks any better than what they were there. Uh, but I've heard that's what they're going to do, is try to tr tweak them a little more. I, I just don't know what else they could do. It Honestly, it looked like the, fire, the sky was exploding. The entire sky was exploding. At the, uh, at the on, from the video that I saw from it last year, uh, including entertainment will be Hades Hangout and Dance Party, and Oogie Boogie's Variety Show. Uh, let's see here, prices for this thing. Uh, tickets have already gone on sale 
for let's see annual pass holders and dvc members uh, the ticket prices are $67 for ages 10 and up, 62 for children, uh, children three, ages 3 to 9. Uh, and tickets are on sale now for, for the general public. They went on sale as of June 9th. Uh, anyway, it says to book, you can call 407-939-1933. And I'm just telling you, if it's anything, if it's anything like it was last year, it, this could be... <laughs> could be a lot of fun could be a nightmare again even with the cost now of getting in because this is the way i always look at these things especially if you're somebody who's not an annual pass holder you're buying a ticket day to day if you buy a ticket for this thing you get in at four o'clock and you're only paying 67 dollars for that day ticket instead of whatever you know if you're buying a multi-day ticket anyway you could be looking at let's say 70 dollars anyway for the ticket so now you're spending 67 and getting in anyway for the day so the, the hard ticket events can be a good idea this one this one could be incredible this one could be an incredible nightmare at the same time so we'll yeah i was just gonna say it's basically it's because it was so popular last year and they wanted to bring the opportunity back so i think it's a little odd in timing that it's not necessarily a halloween time because halloween to me makes more sense than just sort of before Halloween time, but that's all right. And you didn't, did you say the date on that? Yeah, I, I did. It is August okay. 23rd. Yeah. Um, and it is one it. night, so I don't want anybody to think, oh yeah, maybe this will be multiple nights, like Mickey's not so scary. It is not. This is a one night, one time event, and that's on August 23rd. So. Yep. Yeah, so and you... so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, who knows? I, I If it were me, I'd rather see it, you know, like like Mickey's not so scary. I like to, you know, but I think there's a popularity out there for the villains and people oh, want to go see them. So yep, that, that's, that's fine. That's the reason why this thing was so insane last year. Yep. Uh, because yeah, it was kind of like somebody uncorked the bottle and it just took off. Yeah. So, well, plus it it was free. You know, it was part of the or free. It was a regular admission event. Right. You know, it's not wasn't ticketed. So, um, yeah. We'll see hopefully how it goes. This, and, uh, well, now, too, and I've heard a lot of people talking about it, that hopefully they'll cap it at least at a certain amount of people so that this thing isn't so out of hand. Uh, and that'll help to control the crowds. I don't know. I don't know. It could, it could still get way out of hand. I just know. I heard last year at it that the drink stands, they had, like, these little kiosks set up all over the place and mer with merchandise and drinks and stuff like that. And by like an hour and a half into the thing the drink stands were out of drinks and the merchandise was all sold out and the uh, cast members working those stands couldn't even get through the crowds to go get more merchandise or drinks or anything so they were just shut well, down yeah well let's keep in mind that you know a normal park with normal delivery stuff there is no way for them to tell how many people are going to be in the park right. now a ticket fit event it's exact you know how many people are coming because everyone without that ticket is not coming and therefore you can plan for whatever you need to you know so it's much easier to deal with it now from the business and operation side than it is you know a normal park whatever so. right right okay so uh moving on next paid event is uh tables in wonderland hosts uh food and wine festival preview event uh, they do a lot of these kind of events, but usually it's during 
the food and wine festival and i think the festival doesn't even start this event will be on saturday july 19th uh food and wine when does it start i don't think it starts until september right yeah it's usually september right um That's what I mid to late september actually sometimes not even until october right hence so. i guess the reason why they're calling this a sneak preview taste your way around the world is what it's called uh so uh, there is a cost to this if you want to do it uh it is uh a lot actually in my book the, the event will last july 19th saturday july 19th from 6 30 to 9 p.m the price is 143.78 plus tax and gratuity oh i'm sorry 143.78 tax and gratuity is included so let me see if i can get uh, i saw I one thing I this is a few select people. It's it's limited to 250 people. Right. So this is so small. I mean, and you have to have a Tables in Wonderland card in order to get in. And in case so. somebody doesn't know what that is, technically the Tables in Wonderland card is something that you can purchase uh, if you are a DVC or an annual pass holder or a, a local to in Florida to the parks. I believe you can purchase this thing for $100 per year. And it'll get you 20% off of uh, table dining at, I, th I believe it's every every restaurant in the park. Yeah, it's it's limited. Um, and it is, the price varies. It's as low as 75. I forget which one gets 75, but the most expensive is 125. Right. I know that. And then it's not every restaurant, but it's a lot of them. And yeah, I know it's 20% another... off of food and drinks. And so that was right. kind of the big deal out of it. Um, Gratuity is not included. Right. I mean, obviously. Gratuity well, is not, not included on uh, on just a common uh, use for the for the uh, tables in Wonderland card. Gratuity is right. included on this night. So on this at this right, event. right, right. Yeah. So and these events usually are really great um, as far as food and what you get to do and what you get to take part in. I think probably too, if you want to do something like this, you could also do uh, Harambe Nights, which is I think even more exclusive. That's going on. That's going on over the summer in uh, Animal Kingdom, and it keeps you in that park in Animal Kingdom until 11 o'clock at night. Uh, and and it comes to entertainment. Right. So entertainment what more, yeah. buffet. All you can eat. All you can eat. All you can drink too. So yeah. I mean, of whatever you know it is that you want to drink. Uh, and it's right around the same price, 120, I think, to 130 some dollars uh, for the night. But yeah, you, you're getting to see a special presentation of uh, orchestrated, orchestrated presentation of uh, Legend of the Lion King with, yeah, with presenters, with celebrity presenters, things like that that are coming in to do this. So, anyway, cool. uh, all right. Uh, last thing I've got here is uh, something called Uber. Orlando. Uh, anybody who's heard of Uber? Have you heard of it, Adam? No. U-B-E-R is what it's called. This is a craze that's taking place now all over the world. Uh, what it is is you put an app on your phone and if you want to, let's say you need a car to come and pick you up at a certain location, instead of you calling to a cab or, or let's say in Orlando, the popular one would be a cab or using mirrors if you're not driving yourself. Now you can hail your car through your app on your phone you put your credit card information that's already into the app on your phone and a car will meet you at the exact location and time 
that you uh, that you've asked for it to be there. You'll already know the charge of what it's going to be before the driver ever shows up. Um, I actually tested it, and I had looked for a car to get from from uh, let's see Animal Kingdom Lodge to the Cabana Bay Beach Resort at Universal Studios using mirrors was I want to say $53 each way and the quote that Uber gave me back was 21 to 24 dollars cool so now it is very new in Orlando right and so I'm still looking for reviews to come back I know that uh, with the taxi services and stuff in mirrors within Orlando they're fighting this right now to keep this from happening and so uh, I know as of three days ago there's even a, a information there that that uh, Uber and the company are now offering ride hailing blah 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 app in Orlando and they're they were meeting with the city hall regulators in Orlando to even regulate this thing and find out how it is that they were going to be able to do business there uh, this isn't just in Orlando it's all over the country I even saw in Paris where Uber had kind of taken off there and the taxi drivers and stuff in Paris were having a real difficult time dealing with it uh, because obviously uh, they're undercutting what the taxi services yeah. do. Now, what happens with Uber is, let's say Adam wants to be or I want to be an Uber taxi driver or, or car driver, you can, I shouldn't say taxi because technically they call themselves just an Uber car. Um, you can apply to be an Uber driver, and then you have to pass certain regulations and stuff before you can be uh, an Uber driver. So not just anybody gets to say, yeah, I'm going to be an Uber driver, and here we go. And then they come to you know, pick you up in a 1967 Ford Falcon <laughs> <laughs> with a flat tire or something, and you're know, yeah. running out of gas. So, anyway. well, that was my next question as you did this. It's like, well, how long do you wait? Yeah, it's, knows, it's immediate. Yeah. You, you schedule your time. And they'll be there the very second that they say that they're going to be there. Okay, well, what if what if I want to schedule my time for, you know, like an hour from now? Yeah, you so could do it. And you can do that? Yeah, okay. it'll tell you if they can get somebody there in an hour. Uh, let, let's put it this way, too. I heard a couple guys from the Diz uh, say that they had, they had done this. They set it up while they were in a Broadway play watching the play. They set it up on their phone. When they came out, their car was waiting on them. Everybody else, if anybody's ever been to Broadway, trying to hail a cab there is a nightmare. Yeah, and seriously. They walked out, and their cab was there, and people around them said, how did you do this? And so they immediately told them, hey, yeah, put this Uber app on your phone and get on there and hail your cab and you know your, your car, and it'll be here to pick you up. They also talked about how normally the taxis and stuff in New York uh, just reek. They're horrible smelling and they're yeah. uncomfortable. And they got into this car there and it was, it smelled as ver of roses. I think they said something <laughs> like that. So, anyway, That's funny. and they said, I think even the driver had offered them, uh, there were snacks and some water there for them to drink until they got to their next location. Mm. And so, these, it's once again, this is competition and I love it uh, because we as customers, we make out here. Uh, we get treated like, kings and queens because people are competing for our business sure so anyway i'm, yeah, I'm going to i'm going to try it uh if now as we get closer to the date if it this starts to look like something that i may not be able to do i can't risk it i'm gonna have to set up another car but if this really looks like okay this is happening and the reviews are great in orlando then i'm gonna i'm gonna use it to get us from uh get us from animal kingdom lodge over to cabana 
All right, cool deal. Well, it'll be good to hear if this is another opportunity for transportation and then it'll compete with all the other stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. All right, that's what we got uh, for Disney News for this week. And uh, I think that's it. You got anything else you want to add, Adam? Nope, not right now. Um, there was one minor thing that came out that uh, Animal Kingdom added, but I I looked at it. I mean, if you're interested, it's got a one-time show over in Rafiki's Planet Watch at Animal Kingdom. It's some kind of a... Uh, sort of like a uh, animal show that is basically geared toward the way Walt wanted things to go and it kind of just talks about animals and it's a stage show and then you once the animals are done you get to actually get up close and pet the animals and stuff it's got some unique animals but that just was on the blog a week or so ago and I forget exactly what it's called but it was like 11.45 or 11.30 every day one time one show Rafiki's Planet Watch takes the 15 minute train ride there and trying to trying to get some people out to Rafiki's Planet Watch but it just makes sure that if you go into the Planet Watch and the petting zoo thing over there don't have any food in your backpack oh yeah <laughs> well because my son had that and of course, <laughs> right I know a goat yeah. started trying to chew on his bag that was we probably talked about that yes. uh, what like six I, years ago yeah <laughs> it was you know it may have been off mic I don't know but I remember you talking about it so it's funny alright okay that's, that's it, it. All right, and we'll be back. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with you again next week. In the meantime, uh, you can catch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash these amazing places. Please subscribe. Uh, we have new videos coming out each week. You can also find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash amazing places. You can also email us and we'd love to hear from you at podcast at these amazing places.com. See you next week. This podcast has been brought to you by the fun folks at theseamazingplaces.com. Thanks for listening.